Hey there, I'm your host Kiju, and this is the Kokoro Garden Podcast. Thanks for joining us here today on the Kokoro Garden Podcast. If you'd like to know more about flower farming or gardening and growing flowers in general, you can check us out online at thekokorogarden.com. That's T-H-E-K-O-K-O-R-O-G-A-R-D-E-N.com. Thanks for joining me here today. So today I want to talk a little bit about our story and how we started off and have continued to be small-scale growers. So first of all, I think I should point out that we are what in essence I would term part-time small-scale flower growers. And what I mean by that is that we don't rely solely on our growing in order to provide our living income for us. And there's a couple reasons for that. We both have day jobs because those day jobs in essence, allows to continue to live. And this is something that I've realized that a lot of flower growers or even aspiring flower growers tend to view those of us who are not growing full-time as our sole occupation as not the same. And I think that's okay because when you are relying on growing flowers to be your complete income and to be able to pay you a salary and to be able to survive, that's very different than when you're, in essence, growing flowers as a side hustle, as we do. But I think it's also important to point out that there are plenty of reasons not to make flower farming your full-time job. Things like health care, things like retirement accounts, things like financial stability and safety. There are a lot of people out there whose parents were in farming or are currently in agriculture who have tried their hardest to do and ensure that their children were set up for success so that they would be able to do something other than farming. Because when you start relying on growing and with Mother Nature to be your income, there is a lot of risk and there's a lot of ups and downs that comes from the weather, that comes from disease or random instances that you have very little control over and have very little chance of predicting. And working a 9 to 5 with a regular paycheck and benefits is actually very stable and very, in essence, less chaotic in that sense. So I do understand that what we're doing is a lot different than what other growers who are only solely growing flowers for profit and that is their livelihood and business and all that they do. I understand that it's different. But there's a lot of us out here who are not relying 100% on growing flowers to pay for us to live, to pay for a mortgage or our rent, and to pay for vehicles to to put food on our table. And I think that's okay. It's okay to admit that even if you're not growing full-time, you are still growing. 
even if your business isn't your your full-time business, even if it's a side hustle, it is still a business. And I think it's important that I'm here to support you in that and to legitimize that what you are doing is growing. If you are growing flowers, harvesting them properly and cutting them in order to sell and to be used in floral arrangements or in floral design, either by yourself or other people, then you are a flower grower. And while your gross income receipts may look very different from somebody who's growing on a larger scale, it still means that you're growing. It still means that your business is functioning at the same base level of you are selling cut flowers commercially. So I want to let you know that it is a thing and it is okay to be able to sell and grow flowers part-time or as a side hustle. And that's part of the reason why we're growing flowers on a smaller scale is because we don't have the time necessary to devote to full-scale growing because we are working otherwise. For other people, that may be you have kids that are your full-time occupation and priority. It does mean that Perhaps you have a bit more flexibility than if you're at a desk job, perhaps, and flower growing does allow you to spend more time with your children. And I think that's one of the many great things about growing flowers. But you may not be able to commit full-time. Maybe you can't have a full-blown floral design business because you can't be designing and doing weddings all weekend you need to be there for your family, for your kids. There's many different ways of growing, and there's many different ways of making a small-scale model work to your advantage. And the great thing with small-scale growing is that you have a little bit more flexibility in that sense. And we'll talk about that in a future episode. But So to get in a little bit more of an idea of how our growing setup looks, we are growing in a zone 8A or 7B, depending on how you look at it, uh, that's in an urban area, or at least semi-urban area. We're growing within city limits, and we are growing on approximately a quarter of an acre, although that size of the growing area has kind of shrunken down as far as actual proper cut flowers that are seeded and planted and harvested from. We've devoted a large portion of our area to uh, native prairie plants and native plants that support wildlife and encourage healthier soil and a healthier environment overall for us, which is important for our setup and important for our area. And we do occasionally cut from those areas, but over the years, at largest, we've been about a quarter of an acre. And surprisingly, we were able to produce quite a few flowers in this area. I know that for some people, that doesn't really sound like much, but a quarter of an acre is enough to keep one person running the flower growing operation full time pretty busy, or is enough to keep two people working part-time on it, pretty busy as well. 
But on a quarter of an acre, you can actually produce quite a bit. And there are quite a few successful growers out there who are able to grow on a quarter of an acre and still do pretty well for themselves. So as far as our business models when it comes to small-scale growing, and we'll talk about the different varieties of business models that small-scale growers can use, we started off selling to florists and doing some retail sales and then focused on selling to florists for a couple of years. And then we started selling retail subscriptions ourselves, and then we also expanded our design business to include full-service weddings. With the pandemic and currently with the way that our lives are now, we have actually kind of scaled back a lot into those areas and mostly focus on small-scale intimate weddings where we're not necessarily doing the same volume and scale that we did before, but focusing instead on smaller wedding parties with mostly centerpieces, personal flowers, and maybe a couple large urn arrangements. And this model works for us. It works for our our lives and for supporting us and being able to support our community. And it's really what we found to be kind of our personal niche in the business and to be able to grow and provide flowers in a way that supports our business and supports us and offers people what they want from our business. And over time, what you'll find with small-scale growing is that you'll perhaps more quickly than a larger scale growing operation be able to know that a certain style of business or a certain outlet will work for you or not. But we've been doing this for a while, and we've kind of tried and seen a lot of different variety models when it comes to business and we kind of know the things that work for us of course but we also know the things that work for small scale growers really well and that which does not so we'll talk about those in future episodes but I want you to know that it is very possible to grow on a small scale and do very well and to be able to produce quite a few flowers to enjoy and cut and sell as a business. You don't necessarily need acres of rolling farmland in order to be productive, in order to produce, and in order to run a business. And in fact, if you do have things in your life that would prevent you from moving out to a rural area and farming full-time, then small-scale growing actually might be perfect for you. I hope that this inspires you to know that there are people out there growing on a small scale, including us. And I hope that you are starting to think a little bit more about how this could be a reality for you. I'll get more into the depths and details of how we did our small-scale operation and some ideas as far as how you can perhaps implement these ideas and strategies into your growing operation and business. But I wanted to kind of give you a kind of cursory overview first as far as what that looks like and as far as what a small-scale business looks like as well. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode, 
Uh, I'm really having a lot of fun talking about small scale growing and this particular niche of flower growing is very near and dear to me, obviously. And I hope that you stay tuned for future episodes on small scale flower growing. Thank you.